Hello, and welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I'm Derek. I'm Mike. And we're doing it. We're, we're, finally, we're finally doing it. Yay. We're reviewing The Evil Dead. Derek's uh, favorite movie. Well, not my favorite. I my really... Favorite. Oh, okay, your favorite uh, franchise, right? Yeah, yeah. My favorite one is Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is but, Evil Dead more popular than Evil Dead 2? No. Okay. So, uh, I don't know where to start. Uh, this is what your first time seeing it. Yeah, I there's no, there's no reason I was like avoiding it. I just was very I'm very lazy and doesn't get I don't get motivated to watch many things and just never seemed like it appealed to me. And then you know we needed new movies to review and uh, we did Killer Clowns for me and then we did you know this for you. So yeah exciting for you yes i didn't think we were ever gonna do it i don't know why neither Uh, no one really requested it and i wasn't really pushing for it because usually i show people this movie and they just be like what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) so it's it's more of like a cult classic right uh yeah i I, yeah i think in the later years it's getting more but it's it's is it a b-movie uh yes okay because i really couldn't tell like if it's it's like it had vibes of it but well i so sam raimi wanted to like become a film director um and back then like the only way to get your movies noticed were to do horror movies because they play horror movies more at the drive-ins so that's why he directed a horror movie and he directed this one um it was the 80s it was part of the boom of horror movies exactly horror movies got it, it was like superhero movies back then <laughs> yep. we're getting the resurgence now a little bit but thank god imagine imagine i mean i'm not a fan of the 80s besides horror i think it's really corny but yeah. i'm sure pretty sure people think about the 90s too but the only reason i would want to live in the 80s just to be there watching friday the 13th or or Nightmare on Elm Street or Child's Play in theaters, that'd be a surreal experience. People are lucky they got to see those. I feel like I haven't had a a movie, horror movie, where I sat through and I was like, wow, this is this is defining of a generation, and I was alive to see it. You know, like we, even when we had Scream in the 90s, I'm too young, I didn't see it. I wasn't into horror yet. So we, I, mean, I feel like I didn't have that moment yet. I yeah, feel we, like, I think we did. I think Get Out is the only one I felt like I knew it was going to be an instant like, phenomenon. Uh, get out Sinister and Hereditary for me. I don't think people like I don't think Sinister kept caught on to the mainstream as much as Hereditary. But Sinister definitely started off like kicked everything off with the family tortured oh, ghost horror movies. Just sounds like you just threw a bunch of words out there, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> uh yeah, it, it definitely did but i don't think i never really hear about people talking about sinister i know people have seen it and they like it but i just don't think it's like i never see merchandise for it i never see anything about it which is disappointing because i love that movie yeah but i I, definitely a year later conjuring is the one that blew up though yeah and got the series why the fuck didn't i mean obviously there's a second sinister but it's a shame uh back to evil dead yes back to evil dead um so the movie starts off with like uh the uh i just like i I always like to bring up the opening shot it's it's just so iconic 
like the the uh the cameras panning over the forest. You know what I'm talking about? When the car is driving towards the cabin. Yeah, yeah. I like that shot a lot. Like, like the branches are hitting the camera. Does that remind you of anything? No, oh, no, no, no. Head. Not the camp, not going through the forest, but it's like over on top, like you can see the trees and stuff, the entire landscape. It reminds me of that screamer that used to be all over the internet. Where I don't know what you're talking about. Damn, it's a screamer that used to be all over YouTube and it used to like it was clickbait and people would click on it and it, it would scare them because it's just turns out it was actually for a commercial for some type of coffee or whatever some caffeine coffee whatever but so someone repurposed that shot for of a coffee commercial then put a screaming thing in it yeah yeah that's pretty smart yeah (laughs) but anyways um we have five michigan state students and you know that because one of the characters by the name of linda is wearing a michigan state um is it a hoodie Prudent, or? But I, yeah. I, I didn't know it was confirmed or not. I, I, I kind of assumed that one of them, her, was a Michigan State al- alumni or something. Is it? Is it all of them? I don't know, man. That's what the Wikipedia says. Okay, well, it's on Wikipedia. It's almost <laughs> always true. Almost. They said killer clowns are out of space had green sacks of cotton candy pe- things. No. But, but yeah, other than that. So yeah. Um. And by the way, so like I said, this is Sam Raimi's first film and um he's still so their budget isn't that great so there's only five characters in this movie in the entire movie and one location and yep one location which is some random um cabin that they found in the middle of the woods um and they end up they had i guess it was like caked in animal shit and they had to clean up and all this stuff mm-hmm. i know a lot about the production of this fucking movie well go but, ahead easter egg it up wait what's he say easter egg it up you know yeah. if you know it say it <laughs> but um yeah so the characters are shelly linda scott cheryl and the main character ash or ashley, ashley. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm such a child i kept laughing whenever they called them that when they were in a serious moment. And um, Ash is played by Bruce Campbell. Yep. My hero, my my horror movie hero. Uh, but yeah, I love Bruce Campbell. He's a funny guy. Not so funny in this movie. Um, I believe I this act- is his first time acting, so it, it shows. Bruce I is didn't to- know that because... I only know about this franchise of it being comedic. I was very confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get into how, like, how it turned into a comedy later on, like, mm-hmm. after we get through the plot of this movie. Do you right, think so- it was better off turning into a comedy? Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. So, yeah. They uh they go to this cabin, um, and I mean not really much happens. Well, not like shit goes down within fifteen minutes of this movie. It went fast. Yeah, it went. I remember 
you were talking about Killer Clowns, how it just went boom and this shit started happening. That's yeah. how I felt about this, because right when they got in the cabin, Cheryl was drawing the clock. The clock stopped. And then yeah. all of a sudden, uh, the branch went through the window, right? Yes. I thought that was fast as fuck because they didn't show. They went into the cabin and they just kind of went to nighttime and then Cheryl sitting alone. They didn't really like get comfortable or whatever. Show them eating dinner. That was afterwards. I thought that was really fast. And I appreciate it because I mean, like, who fucking cares what they're gonna do in the cabin? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we want to see spooky stuff. Make the spooky stuff happen now. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, all that stuff happens. And does the cellar door open when they're eating dinner? Yes. Yeah. Okay, just just like in Cabin in the Woods. It's like I just watched Cabin in the Woods. So I it's hard to like not compare the two. But uh, um, they go downstairs into the cellar. They find this book. Um, it is bound in flesh and written in blood, and it's called the Necro the Necrocomicon. The Necrocomicon, which, which right? is yes, which is uh translated in Latin to the Book of the Dead. Mm. Um, then they find this uh, recording thingy. I forget. What, what is that called? Tape recorder? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It's old-timey tape recorder thing. And um, they play it, and it's this archaeologist explaining the book and the shit that goes on with the book and They're they're joking around about it. The girls are kind of scared about it. Scotty's joking. Cause Scott's a fucking asshole. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> and uh, and they scare Cheryl. Yes, they scare Cheryl. And Scott, I believe, reads from the book. Does he read from the book, or does the uh, tape recorder read from the book? Oh, the tape recorder does. Okay, because it starts well. Cheryl's screaming, stop it, stop it, stop it. You start seeing the smoke in the ground and it arises. Yeah, I see. Um, it's, it's like really hard to like say what's going on because I got this movie in my mind, Cabin in the Woods in my mind, and then the remake to this movie in my mind. And uh, in Cabin in the Woods, the teenagers read the, uh, they read the book and then in the remake, Scotty read the book. Yeah. So yeah, but anyways, um, I think happens next. But was oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> while the uh, tape recorder is reading reading off the whatever the words from the book, uh, the camera pans over into the forest and you see the smoke rising up, mm-hmm. and that's basically like another character in the uh, movie, which is the whatever spirit that's in the forest that you never see. They, some people they count that as being the character, which I, I guess so. Um, it's it's in all the movies, so yeah. Um, yeah it makes sense. Uh, fun fact: uh, the the shots where the uh, cameras going through the woods, mm-hmm. they have somebody on a dirt bike, and they have the camera on the end of the uh, of a two by four, like a wooden mm-hmm. two by four. And they're just riding a dirt bike through the woods. But yeah. So <laughs> I was wondering um, how they did that. Yeah. Um, they got injured a lot doing that too. <laughs> um so yeah, that all happens. Um 
I'm trying to think. Why does she, why does Cheryl run out in the woods? I can't remember. I think because she was upset by no. Was she upset by the recording and that's why she ran out, or did she just go to another room? I feel like what well, I think I remember she was remember, in another room and it. she was yeah. drawing and the windows smashed in. And they said, uh, uh, what did the spirit say? Join us or some shit? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It reminded me of Amity, Amityville Horror when he says, get out. But in this movie, it says, join us. And she she takes off running. She's freaking out. And, you know, she does the whole 80s horror movie thing where, you know, they run and they fall in the woods and her clothes are falling apart for some reason. And uh, just get molested by a tree, you know, yes. typical 80s horror movie, standard yes. template. Yep. The uh, classic tree rape scene where they yep. branches. Rape her. Go, I don't go know up the hoo-ha. Yes. Um, and that's when shit goes down for Cheryl because she goes back to the cabin She's still freaking out. She seems normal, but she's really not. Um, she begs Ash yeah, to take she her. Be- yeah, she begs Ash to take her. Oh, yeah. This is Ash's sister. <laughs> um, it's really like a footnote in this movie, really. I don't really bring it up that much. but uh, They did it so subtly in passing. Yeah. Because at first when the scene happened, that was before they said your sister. I was like, oh, why is Ash driving her? I guess. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, Ash, um, she begs Ash to take her back home. So Ash puts her, puts her in a car. They drive to, or they try to drive off. And when they drive off, the bridge is like flooded, I believe. It's gone. It's, oh, no, it's not, gone. It's not available. It's just like... I get it mixed up. No, I, don't, I don't even <laughs> remember... It was just gone. It was yeah. not available. I can't was, remember exactly like, what happened to it. It was like folded up. The was sign weird. was knocked down that said this is a dangerous bridge, yeah. 30 tons, something, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, she's freaking out. Like, it seemed, it seemed like they were like fighting in front of the car. It's weird. But uh, oh, when she starts panicking, that they're yeah. not going to make it. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they go back to the cabin or whatever. And Linda and Shelly are playing some type of game where Shelly guesses the uh, the playing cards that she draws. Like she, Linda will pick pick a card and not show Shelly the card. And Shelly will try to guess what type of card it is. And uh, Cheryl's in the corner. just uh, She got her back towards everybody. And... Every time Linda draws a card, Cheryl will like guess the card, but she's not even paying attention to what's going on. But she's guessing the card, and she's like, "Ace of Spades, Jack's of Heart," and uh, she she turns around and she turns into a deadite, which is cool. I like it. Uh, deadite. They didn't. Are- they didn't think. Uh, was it Shelly or Linda was possessed when she was guessing the cards, because she wasn't actually guessing the cards. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she was getting all the cards wrong. <laughs> I like that. That she they were faking that yeah. she was getting the cards right, and then all of a sudden, boom! This bitch starts guessing it, looking out the window. Yeah, fucking show off. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, she turns into a dead eye. She says, "Uh, you're all gonna be dead by dawn," and blah blah blah. We're gonna feed on your soul. Blah blah blah. 
And um, this huge, like, real messy fight scene that goes on. Um, pretty sure Cheryl gets knocked out. Uh, they think she's knocked out, but she grabs a pencil, stabs Linda in the ankle. Uh, they kick Cheryl down, it, back down into the fruit cellar and chain her up down there. Um, I don't remember how Shelly turns into a deadite, but she does. Shelly turns into a deadite because she, did she get attacked by her before she went down into the cellar? Well, yeah, they all got attacked. Um, don't. Well, how else would it happen? Isn't it kind of almost like a zombie thing? Oh, oh no, no. So what happens is, uh, so the whole fight thing happens. Cheryl's locked into the uh, the fruit cellar or whatever, and um, what's her name? Uh, Shelly. She goes. She freestyles. She goes upstairs, and she lays down in her room, and she she hears a knock oh, on her yeah. window, and then all of a sudden, a demon. The, the, the 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 demon thingy from the forest crashes through the window and that's how Shelly becomes a deadite. This scene annoyed me because Scotty goes in the room and he doesn't seem that concerned and Bruce didn't seem that con- like they did every that was weird. Scott and Bruce sometimes were very late and very delayed with their reactions. I, I didn't <laughs> understand it. Am I am I the only person who thinks that? Because I, I I don't know. I could get Scotty disbelieving at first when he's like, nah, that's not true. You're crazy. Then he started seeing shit and he's still like, I don't know. He didn't seem to get spooked or seem concerned that, oh, my girlfriend just got, oh, is that his girlfriend? I assume stole through the window. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is Shelly came downstairs to start fucking everybody up, tossing, uh, Bruce into ash. the shelf. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce or ash. Whatever. Yeah, toss the ash around, which is the start of like them realizing, oh, Bruce Campbell's pretty good at the slapstick comedy thing, even though this, this is supposed to be comedic, but it's pretty funny. So, uh, he kept just winding up underneath that shelf. I think it happened twice. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Because, like I said, cheap movie. These only actors. There were no stunt doubles. Um, except for one. But uh, I'll get into that later. But yeah, so all that happens. Um, they're fighting uh, Shelly. Um, what's his name? Scott ends up knocking her over and chopping her up with the axe. Some random axe. Or cutting firewood. Um, Me being under the impression that Ash is supposed to be the badass of the film series, and he's just hesitating a chopper, yeah. and Scott did it. I was very confused. Yeah, that's why I like it. It's just like character development. Slowly, slowly, Ash just loses his fucking mind, and then he just becomes like this person who just doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> um. What happens? Okay, so yeah, she gets all chopped up or whatever. Um, 
what you would call it, uh, was Linda. Her since she got stabbed in the ankle, like for some reason that causes her to become a deadite. Um, which I think she's my favorite deadite out of all of them because she's like super creepy, like her laugh and everything. Another thing, so this is when Linda's a deadite, right? So yeah. she's sitting in the doorway, and Ashton seemed to care again. She's just laughing, and he's not scared that she's gonna like jump on him or anything. I thought wasn't that was he, weird. Wasn't he like freaking out, telling her to shut up and stuff? He's, yes, but like you're not like all the other ones attacked. You're not worried that one's gonna attack? I don't. I I, I think he was most so upset that he had to kill her because that's his girlfriend. Of course, yeah. And he gave her that nice necklace, yeah. mirror necklace. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that all happens. Uh, I forget to mention like how. Fucked up Scott gets like throughout this whole movie. Like he takes forever to die, but he gets fucked up this entire movie. Um, and which is what I like about the uh, Evil Dead remake. They like overplay Scotty's character, and he gets really fucked up in that movie. <laughs> they didn't but, show uh, him getting like when he has the most cuts and blood on him, right, they didn't show him yeah. getting fucked up. He just went to the woods to try to escape because he's a selfish prick and say, that's not my girlfriend. I don't care if she can't move. You worry about that. Fuck you, Scott. That's your friend. <laughs> that's your friend's girlfriend. Who are you? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Ash fights Linda and he takes her to the shed and um, cuts up her body with the chainsaw which the chainsaw isn't really that prominent in this movie but it is in this franchise um but yeah chops up her old body and buries her um what else happens uh when scott returns he slowly uh, says like we're gonna die we're gonna die and he's like no scott we're not gonna die and then uh he's just sitting there and then and like ash is trying to i guess like give him a drink or something and then he just dies yeah so that's everyone is now dead besides ash yes um darn okay so this is when the movie starts getting cray when Ash turns into the badass. Because he's yeah, forced so, to. All his fucking friends right. are possessed. He can't so, really do any. Right. So he goes into the basement, right? To get the double barrel shotgun? Yes. And... I can't remember. What's, what happened to... Um, Cheryl, she's not down there with him? Or is she's it a different still, base? Wait, wait, wait. Where did she go? There's a different basement. There's one. Hmm. I don't remember how Cheryl escapes. She does. <laughs> Interesting. But Not uh, like she was held that much, just chains, like her head was sticking up. Right. But yeah, so I guess as she goes in the basement, gets a double barrel shotgun, and he grabs the Necronomicon, to because he needs to burn it and once he comes 
I don't remember. He goes upstairs and um, what's Cheryl is, is like a, turns into like a big old giant Beetlejuice monster, um, which is like. Is that before or after he sticks the shotgun in Linda's face? And he couldn't do it because she then turns back into herself. She's like, Ash, don't let me die or don't let them take me. And then Cheryl, no, then Cheryl turns into the Beetlejuice monster. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because Cheryl uh, starts fucking him up and then he turns and then Linda's laughing again. Right. Right. Okay. Which, so this is like when I first seen Evil Dead, this is the scene that I seen, which is with him fighting the Beetlejuice monster. <laughs> and um I never I didn't see the rest of the movie. I've just seen that scene. And that, ever since then I was like scared of this movie. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, Oh, I like this movie. But when I finally watched it, the first time I watched Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then Army of Darkness right after that. And I was probably like seven or eight. But yeah. Um, so this whole, that scene just always like just burned into my memory of him fighting Cheryl at the end. But um, what was his game plan with dragging Linda out by her foot when she was laughing? I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't get it. I think he was just taking her out there just to bury her. Mm. But obviously that didn't work because she's not fucking dead. She can just get out, whatever. Um, so yeah, he fights Cheryl. He's busy fighting Cheryl. Uh, he throws the Necronomicon in the fire. Does he do that? Does he do that? Or does he stab her with a uh, this dagger? Dagger first. Yeah, okay, yeah. He stabs, stabs her with this dagger with a skull on the end of it. And uh, does she disintegrate into the, like this nasty ass thing with like this pus? Yeah. <sighs> That's so the disgusting. The bugs came out. The, pr- the practical effect in, in this movie is. I, I, I love it so much. It's I hate so gross some of it. and disgusting. Well, well that's good. But yeah. when they, I mean, it's not their fault. Low budget, eighties. When he start, when Bruce, oh, fuck, Ash is attacking some of these things. You can really just tell it's a dummy getting punched. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's not their fault, but yeah. kind of took me out of it a little bit. It's, it's it's a product of the times. Yeah, but um, I was about to say about how like there's no uh, stun double, and I was gonna bring it up later. Uh, the person who plays Cheryl like as the big monster or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was this guy named uh, Phil Gillis, and he hated being in that fucking suit. And they said when he took the mask off, it was just piles and piles of sweat just pouring out of the uh, mask because it was so hot in it. Also, uh, actors the actors complained about being deadites because the contacts used to hurt their eyes real bad. Yeah, it looked like it would. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that was in its infancy contacts, right? Yeah, yeah, they went through hell shooting this movie, <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much the movie. Um, what well, Ash is it ends with Ash 
outside and the the ghost comes up to his face or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's about the that's that's the end of the movie. Pretty much. What was his game plan with burying them? You know how people are. It, they, it's like, oh, it's the it's the proper thing to do. My, it's my friends. They should die. I mean, they should be buried. Uh, I can't thing. relate to that. They're they're yeah. taken over and they're possessed. They're in parts too. Yeah, my mother got mad when I told her, "Don't worry about burying me. Just throw me in the trash." So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of my friends' dad did that to their cats. And I thought that was really disturbing. He just came outside one day and he's like, well, Bob, the cat's dead. And he just has a, in front of me is a bag of a cat in it. And he just throws it in there and walks away. I'm like, whoa. What else you do with it? I don't know. I, I, feel like I, I Just morbid. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, think of the movie. Um, I never knew which was the really really popular one of this series i'm excited to go watch the other ones this one though i i hope they're better than this there's nothing wrong with this movie this movie's fine right um so i'm gonna give it a spooky but mm-hmm. i kind of got bored at some parts a bit, yeah um I like Bruce Campbell a lot as most people do i liked it he was the eyebrow and the, and the eyeball popping out like when he's serious or confused or whatever um it's weird that this movie caught on so much and got sequels because if i would have watched this back then i I don't think i would have cared that much for it to think it was going to get a sequel at all i don't think it was it's pretty standard yeah it's it's i don't like zombie movies and you say it's not a zombie movie it feels like a zombie movie how does it feel like a zombie movie possessed zombies okay a group of undead life forms are coming for somebody and they're kind of shooting them and chopping them off. Seems like a zombie movie to me. Zombies don't do that. Zombies don't do what? Chop people up. No, no, no. Other way. Oh. I meant the character has to, you know, like chop them up or shoot them or something. No, but that is, they're, they're, they, they're demons. Like they, they come from hell. But you find out more about that stuff later on. It's it's almost how I feel about, you know, what's the difference between a ghost and a ghoul? Well, that I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it feels like that. I'm not a fan of zombie-esque feel movies. This one is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I enjoyed it, but I did get bored in a, uh, in a lot of uh, spots or whatever. Um, but there's not really a lot they could do with just a cabin. You know, they did the most they could. You got to give them props. They had a yeah. low budget. They had a five people. They had one spot and they, they made a, a cult classic out of it. Now, what it do in the box office to get a, uh, another movie? Who who invested in this movie? Because it was originally a B movie. I'm sure the studio picked it up to get all the sequels, right? I will tell you who invested into it. Sam oh. Raimi and Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Interesting. So and, they believed in their project that much. Yeah. And when they made the sequel, so I believe New Line Cinema picked this movie up. Okay. Um, and when they went to go do a sequel, they couldn't do it because New Line Cinema, uh, I can't remember. I can't think. Uh, 
for some reason, they couldn't get the rights to this movie. So when they filmed the the second one, they tried to do clips to like recap what happened, but they couldn't do that because they didn't have the rights to the movie anymore. So what they did in the second movie is reshot everything with different actors. Um, so like if you watch the second one, you're gonna be confused because you're like, why is Ash there with a different girl? Why would he go back into the cabin? But they did that. They just reshot it just to show what Ash went through um, before the events of the second one. Is that even necessary to to do a recap? Exactly. That's what I, you're right. <laughs> Doesn't but, seem necessary. It seems like. But then again, like movies weren't as accessible back then, so like. So if you didn't they, see it, it you don't drive, know. Right, because so, people are going to the drive in the CDs. Okay. Yeah. 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 So who was the original rights owner to? Evil Dead that wouldn't give it over. Let me see. How now? If there's an if there's a rights owner that's stopping them, how is Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi even allowed to make a sequel? If they can't get the original clips and they had the original concept or whatever, why did they get to do a sequel? Uh, if someone's stopping the the footage from going to the second movie, it seems like they'd stop them from the theme even going into a second movie. I can't remember. I, I watched like all the commentary tracks where they talked about it, but uh, what was yeah. the budget for the second one? Um, because you said that Bruce Campbell, who's a nobody back then, and Sam Raimi, he's a relatively nobody back then too. What money did they have to put into it? I guess New Line funded it too. Let's see here. Okay, so. Yeah, their budget was three point five million. So the first one, yeah, was uh, New Line Cinema, but the second one was distributed by Rosebud Releasing Corporation, which okay. is some company I never heard of. So, so yeah. the B movie got picked up by New Line uh, New Line Cinema, put out, and they necessarily didn't believe in this movie, so they right. went to Rosebud. So now that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, not that. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't blame New Line because I didn't see a lot of uh, potential for sequels. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of seen standard. And right. New Line back then is in the 80s boom, so they're thinking of bigger things, you know? Right. So, and yeah, companies suck with not letting go of their rights. So I get it. Yeah. And uh, honestly, if you would have said you didn't like this movie, I, I would have understood. Because, like, I mean... I love the first one. I know it's not great. The second one, I know for a fact it's great because it's a fucking great movie. I mean, no, I mean it's shitty too, but it's great. Army of Darkness is the medieval one, right? Yeah, Army of Darkness is not my cup of tea, but I mean it's part of the lore. So this is your favorite franchise, but you only back all the way of the second one. Um. I mean, maybe I could relate that with Child's Play. Second one's my favorite, and Child's Play 1 is good, but I don't think it's like everyone's going to love it. And 3 can go eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, because I just like the Ash character so much. And, like, Army of Darkness, is, it's, it's okay. It's, like, crazy and over the... It's, it's nuts, but it makes me like the Ash character even more in that movie. Cause like 
he's just ash like now where did they decide to go to comedy why too no but why um just because of bruce campbell's uh, ability to do sl- uh, slapstick um well it's, was, like it's, if you watch evil dead 2 you'll see like his descent into madness like after like he's stuck in his cab and all his friends are dead and he just he goes fucking crazy like he goes insane personality wise he changes because that's what i the the ash that i thought i i knew of was kind of like a a badass kind of says quips and stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's basically him having a mental breakdown, turning into a character. Well, sort of. Like first, he like legit has a mental breakdown. Like he just gets tort. Like the deadites fucking hate Ash, and they just torture him, and it just makes him go mad. Mm-hmm. And like eventually, he just like fuck it. I don't care anymore. And I think, well, you haven't seen it. You know, he cuts his hands off. The yeah. scene where he cuts his hand off is like the scene where he's just like, fuck it. Fuck it. It's over. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. And is this how he is? When you were younger, did you see Evil Dead first or Billy and Mandy? Evil Dead. Uh, so you must have been happy as fuck seeing yeah, Ash Delgado. Super happy. <laughs> That's also what gave me an impression of Ash because I knew that was a parody, yeah. and I like that character. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, I also I read the uh, uh, I read the comic books of uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. What year did that come out? Had to be when they were reversing, right? Uh, probably like, probably like around 2008, I want to say. Oh, later. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were going to make it into a movie because New, it was, new Line owns yeah, almost yeah. all of them or all, all of them. Yeah, but it was just, it was weird. I forget what happened. I don't know they if I would like that. That's I weird. Like, I like the uh, comic books. It was pretty good. If it was Ash verse Jason and Freddy, not verse, verse, verse. Yeah. That would make more sense. Oh, wow. That's right. March 2008. But yeah. Um, oh, it ended March 2008. It was from 2007 to 2008. But yeah. Um, of course, I gave it a spooky. Uh, yeah, I, I would hope so. <laughs> I don't know. So, it's a good movie. I would say, if you do want to watch Evil Dead, and you don't like '80s camp or that just that cheesy stuff, I highly, 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 highly recommend the Evil Dead remake. It is, in my opinion, just as good. Um, there's no Ash character though. But Whoa. the the gore is there. It's it's what Evil Dead should have been. That's um, interesting because yeah. you said there's no Ash character and everyone likes Ash the most. There's yeah, a remake and you were pissed, but I, it's like 
come on, who cares? Like <laughs> it's it's that's crazy because you got behind a thing of a franchise you really love, taking out the most beloved character and rebranding and thinking that it should have been that initially. That's crazy. That's like me with Child's Play saying, "Wow, I love this new Child's Play movie of him being Buddy. Chucky should have always been this way." That's how I see it. I could never. I could never think that, but obviously it's, it's a, a, a huge difference because mine is stupid and yours probably isn't. Well, no, it's just it's different because the original Evil Dead was supposed to be a horror movie, but like yeah. you said, you laughed at um, when Cheryl and Ash were like, or when Cheryl was having that breakdown. Having a mental breakdown, she's yeah. hysterical. Yeah, and there's just a lot of scenes in that movie where it's just it was funny, but it wasn't supposed to be funny. And it was supposed to be a horror movie. I think and that's just in the in the acting of her. I don't think it's maybe the the scene. I think she's just not that great of an actress. And that's not their fault because they only had so much, you know, yeah. money to play with. But like I didn't laugh when uh Angela had the breakdown in quarantine. Yeah. I mean it's just I don't know. I like both. Um, I wish they would have went with the sequel to the remake. What do you think of the TV show? I didn't finish it. I, um, I think I only watched like up until half of the second season. Um, but I mean, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's. Remember that show I used to watch all the time, Reaper? Yeah. Kind of like that. It reminds me of that. It gives me those type of vibes. Um, I just... It's hard to watch sometimes for me because it's just like... Bruce Campbell's old. I wish they would have continued with the story. Um, that's that's like how if uh, Mancini stopped doing the Child's Play or mm-hmm. the Chucky movies. And I don't know. It's just... It's upsetting to me because. Do you mean Brad Dorf or you Mancini? I mean Brad Dorf. Okay. Wait, wait. wait. Brad Dorf is Chucky. Mancini's the one who produced. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's it's like if Mancini stopped doing the uh, Chucky movies and they just did the Child's Play remake and you're not getting both at the same time. Uh-huh. That's what I feel like it's going on right now because they they were gonna re- like I said. Okay, so in the remake, there's not an Ash character. But there is someone like Ash, and they were gonna have, they were gonna make an Evil Dead Four, where it was gonna blend a remake with the Army of Darkness with Bruce Campbell and them, because at the end of uh, the end credit scene of the Evil Dead remake, they show Bruce Campbell, but they mm-hmm. never did. They never got greenlit for the movie, and they just did the show instead, and the show just really has nothing to do with the Evil Dead remake. But it's whatever. I like the Evil Dead remake a lot. Um, but yeah, oh well. It is what it is. Well, this has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. I'm Mike. I am Derek. Stay spooky. And stay dookie.